You heard me say it, and I believe it wholeheartedly, that if you lead with identity, everything else will follow. But I've had the experience in my work of coming in contact with individuals who want what follows, but aren't willing to lead with identity. It used to bother me and I could not figure out why they did not want to lead with identity. Then it dawned on me that people think that doing identity work means that you're broken. When in fact, it has nothing to do with brokenness and it's not an attempt to fix you. Identity work is about coming in alignment with who you are and not fixing, but honoring who you are and building a brand that is most authentic to who you are. So if you're ready to leave with identity and become a supernormal superstar, visit YourSupernormal.com right now and let's do the work. Hey, what's up, everybody? Listen, if you have not heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Number one, it's free. Yeah, I got your attention now, right? Number two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Number three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Number four, you can make money from your podcast. That's right. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum viewership. Number five, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So right now, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor. Dot FM to get started. What's up, everybody? My name is Cliff, and you are listening to the What Now Podcast. That's right, the What Now Podcast, where we, through conversation, discuss ways that we can effectively address life's most difficult moments. So sit back, relax, and enjoy tonight's episode. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the What Now Podcast. My name is Clifton Pettyjohn. For the sake of this podcast, you can call me Cliff. And the purpose of this cop, <laughs> the purpose of this podcast is to discuss effective ways of dealing with dealing with life life's most difficult moments. Man, I don't know what it is with my speech around midnight, but it just goes left. Let's try that again. Conversations about effectively dealing with life's most difficult moments. And I'm guessing this was one of life's most difficult moments, me being able to say that. But anyway, welcome back again. Thank you all for your support. Let's get into the subject for today, okay? Now, if I have not made you mad or offended you in any manner, 
this might be the episode that kind of gets under your skin. But you know what? I'm kind of okay with that if that causes you to think, reflect, and then be like, hmm, okay, it makes sense. So here's the title of it, okay? As you already know it if you clicked on it. So what? Why do you care? And I guess I would ask, why do you care so much? Now, we've all been in those spaces in life where people have said things about us, done things to us, lied on us, told some truths on us, told some secrets that we shared with them, or whatever it may be. They've hurt us, whether physically, emotionally, uh, whatever. They've hurt us. Now, the physical part, you might put your hands on me. Praise God, I'm not there yet. But here's what I want to know with all of us. Why do we care so much? And that's something I had to ask myself as well. And the reason why I ask myself this is because um, sometimes I have a habit of, and one of my friends told me, Cliff, you care too much. And I'm like, well, that's not a bad quality to have. But it is a not-so-great quality to have when you're dealing with people that don't see the value in what you are offering them. Now, if you're going to be effective in business, you definitely have in in ministry, you're going to in in life, you're going to have to learn how to deal with those things because if you are one that's going to be offended when people reject what you're offering them, and then you're going to move off of your emotions, you're not going to be very successful at all. And then you're going to cause people that really desire to hear what you say or desire the offer that you're offering them, and you're going to be so callous and so angry and so bitter that now you're not going to offer it to them. And I just, had, I just dealt with this all today. I was giving somebody an opportunity, okay, to be a part of something. And they had said they wanted to be a part of it. However, their follow-through wasn't that great. And sometimes that's the apostle in me, and I have to step back a little bit because sometimes I expect people to have the same passion towards something that I have. Now, there's a side piece, sidebar to this as well, or another uh, dimension to this as well. Sometimes people don't respect what you're offering because you made it so accessible, all right? Now, this is not the route I was going to go to talking about this, but sometimes you don't need to make things so easy for people to be able to apprehend or for people to feel as if if such and such doesn't work out for me, then I can fall back on what Cliff is offering me. And this goes with business as well. Some of you set your prices so low and you give so many people discounts. You my friend, I give you a discount. You my bestie, I'm gonna give you a discount. You my fan, I'm gonna give you a discount. And we have people that start not to value what we're offering because we aren't valuing what we're offering because we're always putting a discount to it. Now, let's parallel that to our personal life, okay? Some of you have great purposes in your life. You have great things that God has called, designed, and created you to do, all right? 
For those who don't understand, we all were created with purpose. Even though sometimes we go through life and we feel as if, you know, we've either uh, done so much stuff that there's no longer purpose or we just feel like, hey, we don't have that great of a purpose. I want you to understand you do have a great purpose. And if you're struggling there, you can always give me a call and we can talk, all right? My office number, 302-648-5544, And I promise you, give me about 15 minutes, and I can stir that, that purpose up inside of you to remind you of what you were created to do. Because many of you, it's not that you don't think that you were created to do something great. It's just that the cares of life have happened. We've gotten distracted by whatever we've been distracted by. And now we just feel as if, hey, if it happens, it happens. But let's keep going here. So you guys are called to greatness. There's purpose inside of you. It's not just a cliche. It's not just a saying. It's not just an empty promise. It's not something to get you hype about. It is actual greatness on the inside of you. And I, I promise you, I guarantee you that there are many people in life that are still struggling with that greatness in their lives because in the, in the midst of them going forth in that greatness, they subjected that greatness to somebody who honestly doesn't even know how to execute their purpose. They're disconnected from their purpose. So you got caught up in what they said. You got caught up in what they thought. You got caught up in what they believed. You got caught up in how they, how they said what they said. You got caught up in the facial expressions they had when they said you, when they said what they said. You got caught up in the fact that they told somebody else about your idea and how crazy you were. Listen, thank God that they said your idea was crazy. Because if your idea is not crazy to you and crazy to everybody else, it's just not big enough yet. So, so what if they don't agree? Your life choices. So what? It is your life. Live your life. But I want you to understand, when you start to live your life, understand that with the decisions that you make, there are consequences, whether positive or not so positive, connected to those, uh, to those decisions. You have to be willing to, to pay the cost with it or willing to go to face the consequences based upon the decisions that you're going to make. And if you are going to be a leader or if you're going to live a life of purpose, you're going to not have to, you're going to have to get to a point where you're not afraid to make those decisions sometimes on your own. Now get sound advice, get counsel, get all of those things. But by all means, make sure that the people that are giving you counsel are qualified. Do you hear what I'm saying? qualified to give you counsel and make sure that they're not giving you counsel that's connected to their pains, their fears, their anger, their rejection, and what they've experienced in life, okay? It's great to share our experiences. I share my experiences all the time, but I also will tell you, I always put a disclaimer on this. This is how this went with me. This is not necessarily how it will go with you. Because it might be meant for you to jump in the deep end of a pool, not hypothetically, but, you know, realistically. It's not meant for me to do that right now. Why? Because I don't have the skills to swim. 
and I have no desire to learn how to swim. You feel me? So the deep end might work for you in a pool, but yet a deep end somewhere else might work for me. A deep conversation might work for me. You feel what I'm saying? Does it make sense to you that I lose you there? I hope I didn't lose you there. If I did, please tell me. But I want you to understand, so what? They don't care. Who cares what they say? Why do you care? And that's what we have to get to. We have to get to the root of why we care. It's not the fact that we do care. Why do we care? Why have we put so much value on their words? Why have we put so much value on their participation? Why have we put so much value on them assessing it in a manner that shows that it's productive? Why, why, why? Why do we value their opinion so much? Why do we value their thoughts so much? Why do we value them so much? Now, I'm not telling you to go around and, uh, you know, stick your nose up at individuals, but I'm talking about when it comes to you, when it comes to your decisions, when it comes to your life, why is it that we, why is it that we value other people's opinions so much? Can I tell you why? Because we're seeking validation. We want somebody to make us valid, to make us valid in whatever area of our lives that we are lacking that validity in, or we feel as if we're lacking that validity in. And I encourage you to connect with yourself, connect with yourself, connect with the God that is within you, the creator, the creative one that lives inside of you. Connect with him, and I'm telling you, you'll begin to find that validation because sometimes we are searching for validation in individuals that are searching for validation themselves, and they can't validate you because they haven't been validated in the area that you are expecting them to validate you in. So even if they attempt to validate you in it, their words that validation has no power because they're not connected with the experience that produced the power in order to validate you in it. So why not you go through the experience for yourself and then you begin to validate the mandate that God has placed on your life? And I don't mean to sound preachy, but I really want us to grab hold of this. I want you to understand if you're going to be an entrepreneur, if you're going to be successful in ministry, if you're going to be successful in life, sometimes you are going to have to walk alone. Stop fighting the walk-alone process just to have individuals around that aren't connected to your purpose, your destiny, your life, your whatever. They're just not connected to you. And when I'm saying connected, I mean they are not connected to you in the level where they can even communicate what you do. One of the things I always do, One, the thing about me, if I connect with you on any type of level, I'm going to study you. I'm going I'm to study you. I'm going to study your business. I'm going to study your ministry. I'll be able to tell you your vision. I'll be able to tell you what it is you do business-wise, what some of the desires that you have in life, what you like with this and what you don't like with this. Why? Because I study. I study individuals, and I study their purpose. That's just who I am. I've been doing it since a child. That's not going to change inside of me. Well, one of the things that bothers me sometimes is that sometimes I have that same expectation for other people. Now, here's the thing that I did have to learn. 
knows somebody's not going to, other people may not pay as close of attention as I do. But you ought to be able to articulate to some degree who I am and what I do, especially if I have opened myself up to you and shown you. I become vulnerable to you to show you. I remember one time I um, was going through a lot of stuff in life, and I was a person that honestly was looking for validation in the wrong places. And I remember I had a client, and the client was a friend as well. and I remember somebody would ask them, what was it that I do? Now, keep in mind, they were a client. They had expressed how my services had, you know, helped them from uh, finances to schooling to other things, business and everything, their whole outlook on life, okay? But they couldn't communicate to the person what I did. They had to call me for me to communicate it. Now, some of you might say, well, nobody can communicate it better than you. But here's what I'm going to say. If you are really connected to some degree, you will be able to communicate. But I had to learn to stop looking for something in people that they just don't have. Doesn't make them a bad person. Doesn't mean I'm better than them. It just means that what I'm looking for, I can't find in them. And you know where I need to be searching for? Many times within. Thank you guys for listening again. I appreciate you, each and every one of you. So now, so what? So what they don't support? So what they're not there? It doesn't matter. You have to work on the side of you that cares that they're not. Be blessed. Can you identify any areas in your life where stagnation is manifesting? Now, I know some of you might say, no, I can't. Well, I want us to look at stagnation for what it really is. Some people have identified stagnation as something that's not growing or that's not producing. I don't believe that stagnation. To me, stagnation can also be that yes, we're growing. Yes, we're producing. However, we're growing and producing in a manner that's disrespectful to the purpose and the greatness that resides inside of us. And listen, we all have areas where we can identify that we could be doing a lot better in. There's greater potential in those areas than we are experiencing. And guess what? I have a tool that will help you begin to experience transformation in those areas of stagnation in your life. And that tool is called From Stagnation to Transformation. That's right. That is my book, From Stagnation to Transformation. So I want you to head over to my website, www.cliftonpettyjohn.com. I want you to hit there. I want you to hit the Transformation tab. There you're going to find a free preview of my book. That's right. A free preview of my book. And I promise you, after you read the preview, you're going to want to invest in your personal transformation through purchasing the book. So again, head over there. 
purchased the book, let me know you purchased it. Here's what I always say, guys. If you purchase the book, you read the book, you apply the principles in your life, and yet you still are stagnant in the areas that you are applying them to, and you're not experiencing any transformation, and you can prove to me that you have applied these principles, I will give you a, a 100% refund. That's right, a 100% refund. Why? Because I believe in the application of the principles that are outlined in this book. So again, visit www cliftonpettyjohn.com and purchase your copy of From Stagnation to Transformation.